there was a good reaction to cry a little bit at that statement. Because um, there, but for the grace of God, we all go. And that is exactly why Peter could not be faithful, because he had not yet realized it is only the grace of God that keeps on the right path. There is always the tendency in the human heart to think somehow we have to deserve, somehow we can deserve, even not if we want to or not, uh, we cannot, we do not deserve God's mercy. We don't deserve anything. So the whole calculus of deserving is really not helpful to understand uh, Christianity in general, but especially this week. If we're going through the week from Sunday and now we're going with you know, Judas, getting distracted with him, uh, Peter, uh, if we don't get the big point, it's not about deserving, we want to understand what is going on this week, and we'll go through Easter once again unconverted which would be bad. Years ago, I was in Germany. Pope Benedict uh, preached on the Feast of the Triumph of the Cross, and there was a, the reading from Jeremiah, which actually comes up every Lent as well. I think it's a Saturday. Before, well, it's about a week and a half ago. And Jeremiah is basically saying things that Jesus later will say as well. You know, they have abandoned me. They've treated me badly. They've ripped out my beard. And then he says, um, so Lord, I'm going to stand back, uh, get vengeance. And it's an Old Testament prayer. The Pope pointed out, well, in the Bible, we learn you're supposed to pray what you have on your heart, and your heart is not always great, so you say that, and then God can purify it. So Jeremiah says, Lord, get some vengeance here. I am being treated totally unjustly. I come in your name. I give them your word. I'm trying to tell them what's going to happen, and they treat me terribly. And that means, Lord, they treat you terribly. You know, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He's not just complaining. He's trying to glorify God, and the message is not coming through. So he says, Lord, I know you are powerful. Um, let your fire fall. Actually, that's what he sings. And God lets his fire fall. God gets his vengeance his vengeance is Jesus Christ. The vengeance of God is Jesus Christ crucified and risen. See, when in our broken world, we always like to reduce things to our level of thinking because then it's not challenging and we can continue to be mediocre and corrupt. So vengeance in our world, it comes from the word uh, to speak with power. Vis dicere. Uh, Vindicatus, so vindicate. That's the root of vengeance. And since we're war people, we always hear, yeah, let's vindicate. Let me get my rights. You speak a word of power in defense of yourself. God spoke his word of power, and he spoke in defense of us, which seems insane to our broken human nature, but it is the way of salvation. See, vengeance is not, give them, Lord, what they deserve. Jeremiah was sort of praying that way. Lord, take them down. Let your fire fall and burn them to a crisp. And God says, vengeance is not what they deserve, because if that was what you're going to get, nobody is left standing. Nobody. And we always play as if, oh, now I'm in the in-group and there's no danger. That is insane. We did not merit anything. Um, vengeance is give them what's coming to them, and that is much better. Because if I'm not God, who is the source of what's coming to them? 
Who gave them life? It was God. Who gave them mercy? It was God. Who will continue to do it? It was God. So God can give whatever he wants to anybody he chooses. And that is the mystery of this week. God shows his vengeance. His vengeance, I'm going to give you what's coming to you. And we're sort of cringing because we've seen this before. And we're expecting the mask will fall and all hell will break loose, literally. And it doesn't. Jesus learned everything from his father. And in this week, he reveals everything there is to know about God's inner workings. God is into vengeance in a big way. He will give us what's coming to us, and we're getting it this week, undeserved mercy. And if you go to the service on Holy Thursday, you will hear the small phrase, love one another as I have loved you. So I would invite you all today to go get your vengeance. I do not want to read about extra shootings in Covington. If you just heard that last sentence because you just woke up, I am going to be in big trouble. Get your vengeance exactly, but I mean exactly the way God got his vengeance on us. The first reading, you can go back to it, uh, I am an qu- arrow in the quiver of God. Yeah, you are an arrow. You are God's secret weapon. Warped people think we were sinners, Jesus took the bullet for us as if the Father was ready to shoot us and Jesus jumped in the way of the bullet and was taken down because the Father is some of this angry, evil God. Jesus is the bullet of God. He's the weapon of God to show us that's all there is to it. Deserving is not a good way to judge. What God do you want to give me? Thank you. What do you want to give others through me? Thank you for that mission, easy or tough, good days, bad days. I love it. I want to be like Christ. I want to love like Christ. Lord, let me be your vengeance on a broken world. Let me show them your face, which is the face of mercy, truth, and love, period. Nobody gets what they deserve, so why should the people that I know? Let me give them what is coming to them, which is your love and mercy.